Rated M for Mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Wine We Didn't Leave. It's season three once again. I'm excited to be back for another season. And for those that are new here, the whole reason I created this show is to highlight the work, voices, and experiences of Black and Brown women in the cannabis industry. Disclaimer: As always, everyone on the show is over the age of 21 and lives in a legal state, so we're allowed to legally consume cannabis. So there's that. As always, my announcement at the top of the episode: If you or someone you know is a Black-owned, Latina-owned, uh, just any sort of, you know, minority person of color, uh, woman in this space um, that has a business that's related to CBD or cannabis or knows someone that does and is looking for support, uh, please attract me. I am totally open to sharing and promoting your products and your businesses on this show, as well as my own platforms. You can DM me at the Marijuana Ayana for more information about that. So today's guest, this young lady, is the CEO and creator of OG Kush Babes, a lifestyle brand born to unite hustling badass stoner babes. I love that. Their mission <laughs> is to unite diverse, creative boss babes in the cannabis industry to support each other and achieve their dreams. The OG Kush Babe shop carries smoke supplies, accessories, and original and custom-made merch like hoodies, beanies, and sets that are really cute and have like OG Kush Babe stuff on it. Stuff that I would totally wear like <laughs> on a regular day because we're all in the house anyway. So I would just wear this every day. Um, her brand is current was actually recent part of, of Kush Stock, which is super cool. Please welcome Safia. She is the owner and creator of OG Kush Babes. Welcome. Hi, Ayana. Thank you so much. Hi, guys. How is everyone? I hope everyone's great today um yes that is me um i'm the <laughs> creator designer founder starter of og kush babes i love that the whole like little uh, snippet behind the brand is uniting badass stoner babes because like people always think that you know stoner people aren't like cool and we're not hustlers and we're not like working and we totally are like that's a lie <laughs> Exactly. And like my my whole mission with starting this um, mainly was just because I've I've worked at so many different shops and I've held different positions um, in the cannabis industry and I've met so many great women. And one thing that I found that was consistent with everybody that I really became friends with or clicked with was that they had a side hustle or they had something Mm-hmm. Whether it was a creative thing or whether it was um, a fitness thing, um, you know, they had something on the side that they were really passionate about that they loved. And I could see that. And I wanted to f- create something, you know, almost a network or something that would unify us and keep us together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's so Diego. powerful. We can like, you know, as we've discovered in the industry, when women come together, we really uh you know are very strong like we're strong on our our own of course but when we collaborate and we get the opportunities to work together or support Mm -hmm. each other you see that we just grow exactly exactly and it's like I've I come from a fashion background I went to a fashion school and I've always wanted to 
start my own brand or have my own brand. I just kind of was waiting for something to click. I didn't know what I, what it was going to be, but I, I knew one day <laughs> I would have something. So, um, you know, it just kind of all came together and it's funny cause it didn't even start as OG Kush babes that kind of came about after I had already started, um, designing stuff and going. So the journey has been so interesting itself. <laughs> I mean, working in cannabis is just interesting in general at, in yeah. any sector, as you know, it's just yeah. a wild experience. Before we get started and jump into our questions, I ask every guest, what are you smoking and or sipping on today? If you are sipping, you don't have to sip, but you can, if you want to, no judgment here. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I am smoking on some GMO um, as mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Definitely a little bit heavier for the daytime, though, but um, that and then I also have some Oreo cake. So I'm kind of mixing between the two. <laughs> is Oreo cake like a like an indica or a sativa or a hybrid? What is it's, it's definitely it's definitely a hybrid. It's not going to knock you out, but it's not it's not sativa feeling it's not very heady it's definitely more of like a mellow high but it's not gonna make you tired so I like to smoke that when like I'm working or if I have um some creative work I need to do or you know um and but it's at night so I'll smoke that but I feel you yeah I'm definitely I want to be awake and creative but I don't want to be jumping off the walls exactly or being you know knocked out so I do like the I like the mix between the Oreos and the wedding cake um cross so yeah we got the oreo cake and then the gmo gets you that heavy feeling though if you really yeah that. that's just a classic that's just a good like <laughs> you know exactly what you're gonna get you know it's gonna make you feel nice and stoned not like too crazy stoned it's always really right. good and i'm actually I just am... sipping on some coffee right now <laughs> so... i need a coffee real bad too i had a coffee <laughs> i had an iced coffee earlier today and it was so sweet and i just like felt it go through my bloodstream and I'm like oh my god yes yeah it, it wakes you up I'm <laughs> a coffee girl caffeine in there I need <laughs> it every day definitely has a hold on me and today I am smoking taking dabs I have um mm. I've been like dabbing on like CBD and THC a lot because I just love that combo together yes and I have a strawberry mimosa I have a strawberry mimosa live resin sugar and some mm blueberry donut um cbd wax so it tastes like brunch in my mouth so yeah i love mimosa strains mimosa strains are definitely like one of my favorite sativa dominant feelings they're great for the daytime like Mm -hmm. this is how i've been able to survive all day (laughs) yeah (laughs) those citrus those citrusy terpenes are amazing i I love them So speaking of terpenes and what you're smoking on, what was your first experience with cannabis um, and how did it kind of lead you to like working in the space or having a passion for cannabis? Yeah. So the first, I mean, my first experiences with cannabis were definitely um, in high school, you know, just at parties, not really um, anything crazy I didn't really use it in high school though um and it was recreational around me and it wasn't really um the cool thing though you know you weren't cool if you smoked weed at my school that wasn't like the cool thing to do so it was kind of a taboo I grew up with it being very taboo you know very Mm -hmm. like you know it's a drug it's bad um and then as I went into college actually I moved from here to to Los Angeles 
and was just going through the motions of like stress the stressors of you know living on your own for the first time in a new city and um Mm -hmm. I was just having a lot of sleeping issues and appetite issues um, because when I stress, when I get stressed, I don't have an appetite. I don't, I'm not one of those stress eaters. I'm the opposite. Same. I can't eat anything when I'm like anxious or stressed. No, like I I can't eat and then I'm more anxious because I can't eat. Yes. Endless cycle. It's just a horrible cycle. So, um, I somewhat my roommate actually was a stoner um this girl that I had moved up there with uh we had just we were going to school together and we decided to get um an apartment together for our second uh year in going to FITM the fashion institute um so we you know she was like hey why don't you try smoking you'll probably feel Mm -hmm. a lot better you'll get an appetite and you'll sleep and uh, she was right. <laughs> so, so um, I always just I, take to one stoner friend to be like, oh, you can't listen. Just smoke some weed. Because that's usually the, the fix. Like, yeah. anytime someone has a headache, you're like, smoke some weed. People die. Or you can't eat. Smoke some weed. You'll, you'll definitely be hungry. Exactly. And my experience with cannabis before had been when I was drinking. So it, it was different mm, to different actually effects, try cannabis yeah. from a sober state and just by itself. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it, it it was supposed to be a two week thing, you know, it was supposed to be like, okay, this will just be like a two week thing to get me out of this funk, this stress or, and then I realized, uh, no, it's not going to be, um, you know, so that was my first into it really was, well, you know, when I really was using it, it was medically, it was for stress relief. And, um, they say stress is the number one killer and marijuana Mm -hmm. is the number one stress reliever. So, (laughs) <laughs> it only makes sense right and you're like I want to be able to get through my life and get through my day comfortably yeah and not feel like I'm gonna die of stress and anxiety yeah. and, and you find cannabis and you're like oh my gosh this is actually exactly. doing something exactly and it's definitely a part of my everyday life now um you know in both ways recreationally and medically so it's you know um that's where I'm at I love it. As I, I love smoke that a joint right now. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I love getting high with women because we realize just like how much this plant has helped us. I think especially for women, we get so much use out of it, out of it medicinally as well as recreationally. Yeah. So I love that you have the relationship with with both. And like you said, like I went to high school too with in a time where like it wasn't cool to be a stoner. Like Mm-mm. people were getting in serious trouble if they were caught with yeah, like, serious. A, a tiny yeah. joint. Yeah. And that shit scared me. So I just never touched it until college when I had the opportunity to like live on my own. And as you said, you go through these changes and it's really hard to do that by yourself if you don't have the like right tools. And just cannabis is a tool to me. I feel like it, it's a tool and it definitely uh, helped me get through those early years as it sounds like it did for you and it still does it's such a, a great uh, medicine it really is yeah it definitely yeah. is and people can say there's other stress relievers out there. there's other ways to release stress and you know but at the end of the day I feel like it's whatever works for you and I know not everybody wants to smoke or even is down to eat edibles or you know still I feel like there's still such a stigma around using THC yeah, products in sure. general for so sure. and that's part of my brand's mission which I'm sure we'll get to later but yeah I definitely <laughs> that's a great way to transition to my next question anyway because you're saying like 
obviously we know like I'm sure you've dealt with it as have I just being stigmatized for just working in this industry and just Mm -hmm. like publicly saying that you are associating yourself with cannabis Mm -hmm. um what challenges as a cannabis brand owner have you had that you didn't expect and then also like what positive things have come from this that you didn't expect definitely definitely um I'm glad I'm actually really really glad you asked that because um I was just thinking about that the other day and how I would say um like I would say one of the biggest challenges that I didn't expect is like I I'm a person who will wear like my marijuana type clothing like out and Mm -hmm. about anywhere and like part of my brand like mission is to really get women to feel comfortable in wearing something that says you know uh the kush babe word or whatever it may be yeah um you know out in public and just breaking that stigma of it not being okay um, but what I've come across is, is a lot of girls don't feel the way I do about wearing their stuff like that out and about mm-hmm. and outgoing, even just to the grocery store or out to a restaurant or whatever. Maybe I, some, I get it around your family, maybe, you know, but, um, my mission is to really get women to be more comfortable in expressing their fashion uh, sense and their love for cannabis together because yeah you know I feel like people walk around with you know their a brewery t-shirt on I know like I or... just walked up to five million like yeah time yeah wine the clock glasses even though I love wine too but like there's five million of those and I've seen those worn everywhere and yeah. I wonder why we think about because I I do do that too where like I have a bunch of like cannabis brand tees and I'll think about, okay, where am I going? Mm-hmm. Can I wear this? And it's, and it's, and I mean, we're conditioned to live in that fear, right? Like we're conditioned to be fearful of judgment when we're out and being treated different from someone at the gas station or from the mm-hmm. clerk at the, at the grocery store, or because they're an older white person who's just very sheltered and, you know, they're just against it because they've been against it their whole life. But that's the goal is to break yeah. that. And I'm like, I sure can start a conversation. It I'm really sure can. your clothes and have started conversations yeah, too. So be like, the- oh, that's a cute shirt. Where'd you get that? Oh, you smoke weed? Oh, what do you think about this? You know? <laughs> exactly. And honestly, that happens to me now more so because I'm my biggest fan. I mean, I wear my stuff <laughs> As you should everywhere. be. As every business owner you should know? be that <laughs> like, way. I'm, I'm constantly trying to wear my stuff or even other brands that I support that are similar to mine or, you know, or that have inspired me. Um, but so on the flip side of that, I have actually, um, I know I have inspired and motivated girls to wear their stuff out and they do, you know, and I have made other logos that are a little bit more discreet. Um, I'm sure you've seen like my dab girls club logo, which is a club, Mm -hmm. a club within the Kush babes, um, for all my dab babes out there. Um, I'm definitely logo. a dog girls club now. I've come to accept <laughs> yes, it. Yes, <laughs> see? <laughs> and not everybody is, and not to go on too much of a tangent, but that was why I created the dab girls club was because there are girls who dab more so than use flower at this point or both. And then mm-hmm. also I know there's a lot of girls who want to represent and want to support, but um, they might be like a teacher or something. They're in a profession where they can't necessarily wear something that has weed leaves all over it or take pictures of something that they're wearing mm-hmm. that has OG Kush babes or like, you know, so I made another logo, another design. And I have a lot of girls that love that and 
rock that and and support that and wear that out and about you know because it is more discreet and it's not Mm -hmm. as hey i'm a weed brand look at me like yeah yeah it's more so about like being able to express the like yeah i like weed this i think this is cute this is how i feel today this is what i want to wear like a big part of your branding is bringing women you know together and bring women to a point where they feel comfortable like being open about their cannabis use why was incorporating this like part so important to you into your brand because it seems to be a big part of you know the whole the whole thing I think because I've constantly been judged for it and my and Mm. I mean my mom is my biggest supporter um, but there's other people in my family who aren't and it's and they treat it like it's a joke and like it's not a profession that's gonna mm-hmm. get me anywhere. And I think I've just constantly been judged and it's such a frustrating feeling to be treated like what you're passionate the most about is not serious from the people that you love. Yeah. You know, totally and the people that, that you want your support from. So and I want I know I'm not the only woman who feels like this like if I feel like this you know it's like there's got to be other girls that feel like this and a lot of the women mm-hmm. I've worked with I know me too girl like this. me too us <laughs> too like you have two more people to relate to if you're listening like exactly so it's all just of us like have you know had a couple people in our lives I've had people fully call me drug dealers when I wasn't even selling weed but yeah and it's just exactly I'm like I'm a legal drug dealer you know my mom and when I was selling my, weed my like I had to hide that it. shit like when I was a legal bartender yeah. half of my family didn't know because I knew they were gonna have oh all sorts of opinions and, about it and at the and at underneath it all like my like we're all kush babes you know what i mean like to me it's like the og is stands for being original being you're, you've been using this plant for a while now like you know what i mean you use it for more than just recreational use yeah medical medical use as well and it bonds us it brings us together socially it breaks those barriers that society likes to put on us you know so i've just i just want every girl to realize we're all kush babes underneath it all you know (laughs) i love that so when did you kind of take us back when did you start og kush babes and what steps did you take to building this brand because pretty much like premise of this episode is cannabis and building a brand because you've done it so i wanted to talk to you about like you know can you kind of break down i have gotten this question five million thousand a hundred million times yes yes (laughs) i've gotten this question so many times and there's not just one answer yeah so i would love for someone else to answer this question yeah for sure honestly like there for me it just goes back to this one thing that a personal development coach actually um told me and taught me in a class I, i went through a good amount of personal development classes for a good year and a half, um, mm-hmm. pretty regularly. And that kind of really, you know, broke me down to getting down to the brass tacks of who I am, why I work the way I do and what, mm-hmm. you know, what is going to work for me to kick my ass into gear to do what I need to do to really be fulfilled and happy in life. Mm-hmm. And this coach was talking about how, you know, because yeah, everybody wants like an answer and like, but you have to think outside the box and really the one thing he said that got me was you just have to start going you just have to start moving Mm -hmm. towards it stop thinking of the steps of how to get there and stop worrying about 
well, am I going to fail? And well, what's going to happen? And like, okay, well, but what's the yeah. first step? And then what, what do I do after that? Helpful. They don't even help you. You know, <laughs> what's going to be the 10th step? Like you don't have to create a roadmap because yeah. that will come, that will flow. You just have to start like, and then like, they always say like, oh, well, how do you know when's the best time? The best time is now. Just get going. Mm-hmm. Like, just go, just, just make just the first step. I know that sounds like, so that's so much easier said than done, right? So we're going to be like, I can't just do it. I got to do this and this and this and this. Exactly. And the, in reality, you don't. Like, you just have to start. I think when I started my, my brand, it was just an Instagram page. Like, right. I just had the name. Yeah. I knew I had a product in my head. I didn't have the product. I just literally had a name. Yeah. So I just opened the Instagram page, and it just started with pictures of me and my weed that I was smoking at the time. Yeah. And then and eventually I was like, okay, I'm ready to start this for real. But I had to start somewhere. Yeah. By just like giving and myself me, the push. And and like I said, like my brand didn't even start as OG Kush Babes. Like it didn't, that wasn't even a start. My brand started as Loud and Proud 619 because I wanted women to be loud and proud of the fact that they use cannabis. Right. So I mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the car with my friend after work one day and we were just smoking because we both worked at a shop. And we were smoking and he was like, you know, well, what do you want? What do you want your brand to be called? Like, what is like, because I was telling him like, you know, he's like, well, what, what, what would you even do? What would your designs be? And I was like, like, I want to do different strain names with the word babe after it, like blue dream babe. And like, and I was like, like, you know, um, what, like AK 47 babe and do like a gun design or whatever, you know, whatever oh, designs it would be like, you know, like. And like, then I was like, like, OG Kush babes. And then like, he was like, that really rings like that sounds cool. So I even started as loud and proud, like made a little smoke design. Like I even uploaded that design on my Amazon merch account. Like I had a completely different name. And then when I made the OG Kush babe design, that just really got a lot of good response. And it got, Mm -hmm. I just felt better about that. I felt like it was more feminine. I felt like I could put like, my retro babe design kind of as the OG Kush babe because she's more original and the, and she's a retro design so it just all clicked but none of that yeah. clicked and none of that would have wouldn't have happened if I didn't start as loud and proud so that's yeah and you listen say, like, to what your audience responded to yeah like, like you great. just gotta go for it you just gotta start like if you have the idea you already know what your idea is. So just start running with your idea. Just start going with it. Because as you go, you're going to get new ideas and you're going to get new inspiration and something else will click. And then you'll know that that's it. So. Did you ever feel like, I think for a lot of women in the space, men included, um, they feel like there's so many people doing this. There's so many types of brands out there in the industry. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like, did you ever have those moments and how did you kind of get past them as feeling like, I you know, would... maybe I shouldn't be in this space because there's so many people here, right? Like, yeah, so many of us, me... more of us are wanting to get into, into yeah. it. So it can be overwhelming. It can be. For, so for me, for that, honestly, a lot of brands are very male dominant and I feel like they're, they have this unisex look and that's great and that's fine. But I do feel like a lot of brands are just very you know, male dominant or male driven. So I was like, you know, yeah, I was like, I want to create like a more of a female brand, like a brand for women. And not till I actually started making my brand, 
did I realize how many other women cannabis brands there are out there to be honest You're like, oh snap there's more of them yeah I really on uh, even still like every day I come across new ones you know every day and I'm just like oh my god like here's another one you know but the what I love is there is still something different about every single one of us and we all have a different look a little bit. We might, some of us might have the same products. We might have, obviously we're all using stuff with the weed leaf. Of course there's going to be similarities, but I feel like we all get inspiration off each other. I definitely know other brands have gotten inspiration off me. I've gotten inspiration off them. Then you start. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's that's okay. okay. I think it's okay too. And I've even, you know, one of my biggest inspirations is from a brand that's not even a weed brand. You know, they're actually a brand that's based about sobriety and based on sobriety. So, you know, they, as much as, as much as I look up to her and, and she's someone that has given me lots of advice and tips and, you know, just as a small business owner, she's not mm-hmm. even a brand that is in the cannabis world, you know? So you can get inspiration from all sorts of different brands, you know, all sorts of different people. This um, is very true. I tell people this too, that you can get inspo from other companies. Like when people come to me, cause I primarily do like cannabis marketing. My first thing that I tell them, is like, go to fi- go find other websites and companies and brands that you love and send those to me so I get an idea of like you know who are you trying to to aspire to kind of reach it's totally fine to have inspiration and not feel like they're your competition like we don't have to really of course the industry is competitive it's so competitive it doesn't really have to be unless you make it about it that way and you know there's always gonna be haters out there there's always gonna be people that you know, want to tear you down or just kind of silently watch you but not support you and then, you know, kind of come out of nowhere. But that's, I mean, that's how you know you're doing something right. You know, if people are imitating you or trying to, you know, at least you know they're your fan. (laughs) I guess random high thought. I had my first, like, page imitator and people were telling me like oh my god you made it I was like is that my indicator that I made it yeah <laughs> yeah you definitely that's that's the, I found it so funny that someone took the time to make multiple pages of me and imitate me and they went on they were going on Instagram live like pretending to be me what I'm like oh my god you're kidding I had no knowledge of it at all I'm like who it, this is wild who wants it that is anyway, crazy random high no that's crazy i'm like but it is true that like people do like to support you on the side and not like not until they really see your pop in yeah they'll be like oh yeah i was supporting you the whole time like that's a that's a thing that comes with building a brand and being a business owner and it is true that people will imitate you and you'll see other brands that you're like that looks kind of similar to mine i've seen it for mine and I have never approached them about it because I personally don't have a problem with it because even though they might be similar and have drawn inspiration from something I created, mm-hmm. I put it out there for people to draw inspiration from. You're right. Like, That's a good I way to look so at people it. People yeah. can see what I'm doing and see that they can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. And see, for me, like, I feel like, like, when I say that, I feel like we're all different. So, like, you know, we all have our own unique name, you know, and then for me, I feel like I, as long as you believe in your brand, like it, you'll go far. Like, you know, yeah, I'm like, and buyers know that you're not the same brand and that you're two different things. Exactly. The people who buy my brand also buy the brands that look like me because they see the similarities, but we still offer very different things. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, it might be similar pieces, but the designs are different. 
you know, for me, it's about uniting girls that, you know, feel like they are an OG Kush babe and want to hustle and, you know, have something. Because at the end of the day, it takes a team to make anything work. I'm at a point where I can't do everything myself. You know, I'm, I'm a graphic designer. I have a graphic design background. And that's why I really started this, you know, because I have so many design ideas. But it's to the point where I have, I'm outsourcing for designs, you know, I'm paying other graphic designers to do designs for me. I'm just get, I'm telling them my ideas, you know, to the T too, like so many mm-hmm. details mapped out. They probably low key get uh, like annoyed. Me because <laughs> they're like, enough. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, Sophie, how many edits? But you know, it's, but at the end of the day, I know they appreciate it. I'm bringing them more business and we're all growing together and I'm slowly creating this empire and I love it. You know, I love it. So speaking of like, you know, drawing inspiration from people, what women in the industry, I mean, not in the industry, maybe even if they're like singers and they don't smoke weed, have inspired you or motivated you throughout your journey? Definitely. Um, there's, I've had a few different women managers, um, just at the shops that I've worked at that have really inspired me, um, just as being women and like boss ass women in the industry. (laughs) Um, and then, hmm, that's a really good, the women that work in weed, like behind the scenes do not fucking play. No, they They don't work. Some of like the dispensary managers are some, badass kind of scary women yeah no they are they are they are and I mean I I'm even still you know not good friends but friendly with um my manager at one of the shops that I was at for the longest um the shop called Mankind you know I still keep in touch with her and it feels good to just know that we can I can reach out and we can network and that's my mission you know hopefully as COVID continues to get better and things open up more like I want to start having events, networking events, and just start doing more things in my community and uniting us because there's so many badass women in California in general, but San Diego specifically in this industry. And I just feel like we're not on the map and I'm trying to get us on the map. Yeah. But as you said, like if you connect and your brand does that for sure, like just connects women with other women and just kind of spotlight yeah. each other and that's what this and program everywhere, does as which well. Is cool. I use it as a spotlight. It's it's a great step forward to just putting more people yeah and um, what, an awareness of who you are. And what's crazy too is that like I've ended up I've gotten customers in Toronto and Canada and I do have family that lives up there. Like my whole Arab side of my family, they all live up in Canada. So it's just been kind of crazy to get all people from everywhere you know Chicago too (laughs) I have a bunch of Kush babes in Chicago and I love it you know I'm like I can see a couple years from now like flying out to Chicago and having like a Kush babe meetup you know and I just I have such high crazy dreams (laughs) that I will not (laughs) stop until I reach (laughs) no please don't please don't I can't wait till COVID is over and like all these events and things can happen again just in the past year of doing the podcast I've heard so many women be like I'm gonna open this I'm gonna do this and I'm like man I need COVID and everyone to get their like vaccines and take their vitamins right and not and wash their hands and yeah not touch their face so we can go outside and do all these fun things again and connect and have these experiences yeah think like us because it's mean, so needed and kush stock even happening was it was so great i mean it was spacious and they were enforcing you know masks and everything like that but we were outside and 
it was so fun to be out there with the community and I got such a great response from all the dispensary girls that work there. Shout out to the Jet Room and Adelanto. Um, they were awesome. I mean, that was such a great event. I can't wait for next month. Um, and it's, it's just so great for me because I want to reach out to different cities and different communities. Obviously, like I went to school in LA. I lived up there for a while too. After school, mm-hmm. I love Los Angeles. So I'm trying to do more Los Angeles based events and, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's all, it's moving quickly. <laughs> it's been, it's been a busy time for, for cannabis, uh, lately, I think because of uh, COVID as well, everyone's supposed to weed, which is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My, I have a couple more questions for you and then we're going to wrap up soon, okay. but I was going to also ask like in your journey, building your brand and building this business, you know, creating a team, creating this, these, these designs, what has been your least favorite part of the process because mm-hmm. there is a real least favorite part mm-hmm. um it's not all fun like <laughs> people think if you're a cannabis owner you get to just like smoke weed and yeah and like do not that much yeah. all day and that's not true mm-hmm. and then what has been your most favorite part I would say I'm gonna start with my most favorite part <laughs> my most favorite <laughs> part honestly is setting up the at events and like just seeing girls that have never seen my brand before come up and just be like oh my god this is so cute oh my god I love this and oh my gosh like I, I like they just their responses just warms my heart like and I love it because it makes all the hard work worth it and that's yeah. what I do it for you know is and it's so I love like getting that feedback and like that's what keeps me going you know and and keeps it, the support the support the customers that turn into friends, you know, it's, it's, it's just great. Um, hearing what they do, their side hustles, how we can collab, how we end up collabing and, you know, it just, it's the growth. It's just so fun. It's exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that is really fun to like engage with your customers in real life and, or like yeah. meet people for the first time. And they're like, Oh my gosh, this is adorable. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you had lots of women come to you at Kristoff and be like, this is so fucking cute. Yeah, and even <laughs> on Instagram, you know, there's they say that there's no. I saw a meme one time that said there's no friend like an Instagram friend you've never met in real life. Oh my gosh! It's and true. like I have, you know, I have a a business babe in Arizona, fifty one fifty Ganja Girls. She's been like basically my business BFF since I started, and she's watched me grow too this whole time. So it's just been so cool to create those relationships and have those women who support each other just from states away, you know, and we haven't even seen each other. So that would definitely, yeah, it. that's, that's what keeps me going. But my least favorite part, <laughs> I would say I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm kind of outgrowing doing all the clothes myself. I currently um, like have like my heat press and my vinyl cutter and I have all my tools and, you know, it just gets tedious picking out the vinyl and making sure to heat press everything straight. And if you mess up, you basically like mess up the whole clothing item. You can't even sell it. You know, it just it happens sometimes, especially when you just get going and you get, you know, and I I like to think I've perfected like my craft and I you know but you're there's gonna be human error you're gonna fuck up sometimes especially when you're busting out as much work as I am at this point so I'm just getting to the point where my least favorite part is the actual like (laughs) 
heat pressing and like the, the actual, actual like production, the production. Yeah, that takes like, a lot of time it does it takes a lot of time and also like you know the instagram and social media takes a lot of time and content building takes a lot of time i love doing the photo shoots and getting all the girls together making videos though that takes like five hours itself just to make a, a two minute video takes me like three hours yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy so, so it's like the things that are super time consuming at this point are just getting to be the nuances yeah, for me. But that's when you know you need a team. And that's not a bad problem to have. Yeah. It's so important to be like, okay, I can't do everything myself. Oh, yeah. Let for, me make sure I outsource Exactly. This. For Kush Stock, I had to enlist two of my Kush babes to come help me weed the vinyl out because I was just trying to bust out so many different clothing. And I do a lot of like one of one items or I'll do stuff that's like just in a, a small medium and large and you know or like one of each size and that's it so they were helping me like pick out all the vinyl and I was just like I love you babes <laughs> I <can't laughs> without you so yeah after- you need that support if you're a business owner you need support sometimes yeah. and like that's totally fine to be like hey I need help push talk definitely push talk definitely made me realize I needed all those girls there to help me would not have worked without them so it was fun well, the flip side, I mean, it's, you know, the bad with all the work you have to do, but the pro to that bad is that you get the support from your push babes. Exactly. And then we so have fun. And, yeah. And it's, it just, it, it creates a whole fun environment. So it's great. <laughs> I love that. So what advice do you have for any other women that want to get into the industry or that want to start their own cannabis brand and, kind of have like started like they might have the logo they might have the name they might have like you know all they might they, mm-hmm. you know know what their product is going to be and are kind of just stuck what advice would you give them moving forward I would say you just can't get discouraged or get um or give up you know you just can't give up when you don't get that instant gratification um I feel like people think you know they can build up all this hype to like their first drop or you know they're gonna have like all this yeah and then they're like success. I'm gonna make so much money and then they yeah jump. and it's like and then they're like I give up and then, when they that. when they say it takes money to make money like they're not kidding oh my god like, it takes so much money it, to make money in this industry yeah now. it really does and I mean still now most of my I would say at least 80% of my profit all goes right back into my business you know it's not it's it's getting to the point where I'm making profit, but I've been doing this now for almost two years. I started my brand in 2019 and I've gone through the motions of kind of getting discouraged and giving up for a few months and not really doing anything mm-hmm. for my brand and then getting motivated again and going up again. But not till last summer did I really get a full <laughs> fire lit under my ass for whatever reason. That's real. That's <laughs> real. As a as this owner, you yeah. have those moments where you just like, I can't do it. Yeah. And that is you just can't give yeah, up and like, you, when you see your competition doing so so well and you're like why can't that be me like you just can't give up and you just gotta keep manifesting that and keep going and even if you take yeah. some time off or whatever you get demotivated just keep it there like keep it in the back of your mind and just don't give up I've had my website shut down four five six times I don't oh know gosh. every time I've cried every time I am yeah Instagram <laughs> deleted my first OG Kush Babes account and I had a thousand followers on there and they deleted it just this past summer and I was so upset yeah, like, okay. I didn't know what I the don't do it. to do yeah I, I took that as like a sign to just give up and I was like no 
you know, I had another page that I had started for just my graphic design work. And I was like, I'm going to make this page the new Kush Babes page because I had like 60 followers or something. So I just turned that into my Kush Babe, my new Kush Babes page. And now I'm right back to where I was and, you know, in a shorter amount of time. And my brand's growing even more, you know, like when you really treat your business like a full-time job, then Mm -hmm. you will get the results you want slowly but surely. For sure. I feel that. So what does a day in the life look like for you? What is, what is your schedule look like? If you have a schedule. Yeah. Um, so a schedule could look like, getting up, doing some financial stuff, checking emails, um, responding to orders, um, going to the post office and dropping some orders off, going to my wholesale locations and picking up clothes for the next few orders, um, going to my other wholesale glass place and getting, you know, new glass pieces or whatever I need for the next event. Um, and then coming home, eating at some point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, food. Yeah, oh yeah. Food. <laughs> I literally ate just like a peanut butter and banana earlier. So I'm like, Yum. <laughs> I love peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Those are so or even just taking a banana and like slathering peanut butter over it. It's so good. Yeah, you're just like, Oh, I just need to put some protein. Some in sort of substance. Yeah, because you just get so busy you don't think about it. So and then usually, like, a friend or homegirl, one of my Kush babes will come through, we'll smoke, and I'll start, like... Oh, yeah, I already assumed that you already had weed by this time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but at some point, too, like, a friend, like, in the evening time, usually, like, a friend will come through, um, and we'll smoke, and then, you know, I'll start working on a shirt or something, and then... Um, you know, and then the next day I might actually do a little bit of self-care where I actually wake up and go to the gym first and then, you know, have a little brunch myself in downtown and check some emails then and not really get to too much of the social media stuff till later in the Mm -hmm. day just to give myself like a mental break because, you know, Instagram, you get sucked into it. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be on there forever. Yeah. Oh my God, I've been on here for hours. You know, and then I'll go to my wholesale places after that or come home and do some creative work or whatever. It just really depends. But, you know, and then I might have a lot of work that goes into your day to day. As you were saying, I was like, this is a lot of stuff. And I'm sure you do all of this, like, by noon and still have more to do. Yeah, it's, and then, I mean, when you work for yourself, too, like, nothing gets done unless you do it, you know, and I'm, I'm yeah. a night owl, so I'm up late doing my creative work, that's when I'm, like, yeah, on the computer. Things like, it's nine to, like, oh, if I, you know, work for myself, I don't have a, a nine to five, I don't have to work nine to five, no, you have to work more, like, yeah, no, it's, it's more, like, nine to nine sometimes, yeah, sometimes. 9 to 2 a.m. Like, you don't even it's have a 9 to 5. It's just, you know, if you want something to get done, you got to do it. I'll be, said. I'll start making a video at 2 a.m. and finish it by 4 or 5 a.m. and then go to sleep, you know? So. But you got it done. <laughs> yeah, but I got it done. So. That's great. Well, that is all of my questions for you, Sophia. Now is your time. I want you to just, like, just plug everything that you got going on, everything that we might you know expect even if you're like coming soon I just want to know what you have happening yes brand yes so you can share with our audience so they can find you and support as well I of course am going to put this I'll I'll put all her information in the episode description and it's going to be on the Instagram post as well but I want you to just tell us everything about your business and your brand that we might not know that we need to know yes some upcoming stuff um I mean well first of all I have a lot of like a lot of my products that I sell and everything on my site, ogkushbabes.com. 
um, just all one word, ogkushbabes.com. Um, and then we do have events coming up. Obviously, it's 420 months, so it's going to be such a crazy, busy, busy. fun month. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, we are going to be ramping up our 420 jersey design. Um, I haven't really shown not too much to the public and so I really want to be marketing that design just because it is 420 and it's our 420 jersey design so I'm going to be pushing that design and um, making that more available to you guys um, for both men and women which um, leads me into the next thing of creating um, we're creating our Kush King design and our um, another like a dab girls club design but for guys that's not necessarily um, (laughs) says girls on it um mm-hmm. just to give um guys the option because i have a lot of kush babes who have boyfriends that want to rep and um they like the that'd designs. be cute to match yeah and they want to match basically that's what that's what they want to do so i love that and i support that you know to the fullest and i'm all about bringing our bringing our kush kings up and um supporting men as well um so but we're gonna be at the doobie doobie in a movie event on earth day which is on the 22nd and uh, we're gonna be setting up there it's put on by go ham radio so i'm so excited to be working with them um and setting up i've been seeing them around the community uh different community events different swap meet events that i've been doing i've been seeing them there so um, excited to finally set up at one of their events, Doobie in a movie. Check it out. It should be fun as hell. Um, and then obviously we're gonna be doing a Kush Talk event too on the 17th. So or is it the seventh? Yeah, April 17th. Um, we'll be back up in Adelanto for the Kush Talk event at the Jet Room. So so far, those are the events we have going on. Um, but coming soon too are going to be our very own Kush Babe meetups. I'm so excited. I've been mm. putting them in the works. I've been talking to other companies, other vendors. Um, I want to start doing Kush Babe meetups, um, so, you know, specifically put on by the Kush Babes. Um, and just to get more people together that are excited about the brand and that want to come be a part of things. Um, and now I have my my house all like new, basically. So I basically have nice. my own type of event space that I'm making on my property. So that's what's in the works. <laughs> this sounds like a fun little time. You said you were in LA, right? I'm in San Diego. Oh, you're in San Diego. I yeah. was like, I'm gonna have to come to your parties. I'm close to LA, not quite San yeah. Diego, but oh. eventually. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I'm definitely looking into having events up there too. It's just about finding like an event space. But I'm definitely, I think, just like I said, you just got to get started. Just go for it. So I'm, mm-hmm. obviously, I have a decent sized house and I have a decent sized yard. So I'm just gonna do some sort of Kush Babe meetup here um, as you know the weather gets nicer and as COVID gets friendlier. <laughs> um, that's the plan. But we'll Love definitely. It. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, thank you so much again, girl, for being on the show and thank you for your time and just sharing all your you know, advice and encouragement with us. Yes. It's really hard doing what we do and you continue to do it and just be encouraging. So I love the energy that you're putting out there. Thank you. I know. Thank you so much for giving me this platform to share my story and just get the word out there about the Kush Babes and 
Um, we're gonna have to send you some Kush Babe gear. <laughs> yes, you if you Kush want to, um, I can add a little uh, discounter code yeah. for the listeners for your site, so you guys keep a lookout for that. Yeah, absolutely, uh, definitely. As well, on the Instagram post. Yes, I'm trying to think if I have any announcements. I don't believe I do. Season three has been great so far. I thank you, everyone who's been on, and everyone that's been sponsoring. Half of the season is already sponsored. Thank you guys so much. That's awesome. Um, The other half is open to sponsors the last half of season three. So if you want more information about that, once again, just DM me at the Marijuana Ayana. I feel like I have announcements, but like I just (laughs) have 50 million things to do and I just cannot think of what my announcements (laughs) were. They'll be all on the Instagram post for sure, though. Uh, thank you, girl, again for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so Hope much. Everyone is also getting high or going to get high later. <laughs> right. Because you definitely deserve some weed today. And thank you all for listening. Um, make sure you hashtag wine, weed, and weave if you liked the episode and you want to share it or if you want to find previous episodes. Or you can go to my Instagram again at the marijuana Ayana. And that's all. Thanks, guys.